Welcome to Turn to Your Neighbor. This is the Christian Talk Show. Where we talk about the church, music, movie, social media, and a whole lot more. My name is Cliff, and this is Dr. T. Hey, neighbors. And this is Big Dre. What up? Wait, wait. There you go. <laughs> what up? Neighbors! That was a solid one. That mm -hmm. was solid. Shout out Black Santa Gang in the building one time. Good to see y'all. And Eagles Gang, even though it's a tough one right now for the Eagles Gang. Y'all in the morning. It'll be all right after a while. <laughs> after a while, it's going to be bye. all right. <laughs> What's up to all the neighbors out there? Thank y'all for tuning in and hanging with us today. Even with the time delay, we appreciate it. You know, maybe a little, the neighborhood might be a little thinner because of the time delay, but we're two or three again. Hey. Amen. Yeah, so all you neighbors that are watching right now, whether you're watching on delay or those of you watching us live, do me a favor and share. Please hit the like button so we can get more people up in here to hang with us on today. Share, like, do both. You know, whatever. 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 Even even the shame watches, you can still like. Nobody's gonna know that you like <laughs> ah, that's right. That you liked it. It's all right. Should we ever shout out our shame watchers by no, name? No, no, no. That makes it worse. If but if they read, if they readily if they readily identify themselves to us, to the reason us, why they the reason why us. they're shame watchers because they don't want you know. they don't care if we know that they're watching. They don't want the saucy neighbors to know that they are watching. The saucy neighbors, people they yeah. know, they mother, mm. cousins. Mm. They, my my question is, what do they think we're doing here that they have to hide from? Foolishness. Okay. Yes, they can't be. Some people can't be, be associated with yeah. it. Yes, <laughs> you know. Okay, Un understood. Understood. <laughs> Especially people who, like imagine people who started watching like when the pandemic kind of first hit. Right. We were doing, we would have some more serious kind of shows. You know, we had That's Patrick on to talk about depression. And, you know, we were doing all the other kind. We talk about racial stuff and, right. you know. And they then, thought that's what this was. Yeah, and then we show African people uh, humping each other, like you know. Yeah. That's, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <That's... sighs> thank God you said that before I got my sipping. Okay, you know it's. I'm sure you know some of our some of our people who who tuned in for the the hard hitting uh, stuff were a little disappointed. I'm like, oh, this is what the show is about. I will no yeah. longer either watch or tell people I watch. There's What's, multiple audiences there is. that we're there reaching, is. but they're not necessarily intertwined. No, what I love is it's like you'll see the number of watchers and then they will determine what the mood is for the night. And then those who want to be on board that night stay on. And those audiences like mm, this one isn't for me. I'll see you all later. And they yeah. drop off. And so, you know, respect to everybody. That's respect right. to everybody. That's right. This is an oh. eclectic show. It is. It is. We can't be serious all the time. We're not foolish all the time. We're a little bit of both. And that's okay. There you go. Mm -hmm. So, neighbors, if you haven't done so already, hit the like button at the bottom of your screen. If you're on Facebook, on YouTube, right underneath uh, our our picture here, um, hit the like button. That's the least you could do. Like, <laughs> heart, something. Are we not going to start off with a happy birthday to the EP of the show, the executive producer, Mr. Cliff Lil Man Holmes? Yay! 
<laughs> Thank you very much. Little man. Little man. That's what I'm calling you from now on. I just started that. That no. was the top of my head. No. No, we ain't so, doing that. Okay. Just Cliff. Just Cliff. <laughs> I gotta give I'm, just I, Cliff. Cliff, Cliff is, the like, I know that is the nickname. There we go. Cliff the, Cliff the EP. EP. It fits. It works. It I sounds right. Yeah, I think that's what we're gonna go with. Said done. Happy V Day, Cliff. Thank you, thank you, thank you, you guys. Thanks to all the neighbors. I, I see all the people uh, typing in the chat. Thank you very much, I Pastor. What year? How old are you now, brother? I'm not supposed to tell my. No, I'm 44. <laughs> I'm not supposed to tell my age, yeah. brother. I tell you, 12. Using that good moisturizer. I'm about to say, brother, what you using over there? Is that the? Was that land? Someone land exfoliates. <laughs> You do. I just drink water and mind my business. You got some good Vaseline. Amazing what the skin will do when you just mind your own business. You just mind. <laughs> amazing how well, the skin responds. We actually get on here each week and mind other people's business, so I don't know if that works, but I understand. Yeah, they put it out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm just true. <laughs> just commentating on you know, here. We have we don't we don't What's break stories. There? We don't talk about nothing that thousands of people have already aren't already talking about. That's a valid this is point. True. We're not this breaking stories. Yeah, we're not That's breaking news. This is not hard-hitting journalism. This uh -uh. is just that random commentary. That would yeah. be wild. Exactly. Yeah. So speaking of what everybody's talking about, the biggest story from the past week, story that was trending on Twitter. <laughs> There's a pastor. His name is Michael Todd. Oh, boy. And I'm sure most of the neighbors have seen this already. Uh, but this pastor chose to uh, use do an illustrative sermon. And he chose to use spit as part of his illustration. And as part of that illustration, he chose to wipe his spit on another individual. So uh, we, we got to talk about it. So I got to play the whole thing. So I just want to warn you. I haven't seen the video. I've you heard it. Seen the video. You oh, haven't? I haven't. Oh. I've heard it. This, I haven't seen it yet. This thing was trending on, like I say, it was trending on Twitter. I think it got as far as like five world, number five worldwide. Or not Let high. me get a sip real quick. Uh, so, yeah. So here's the video. Um, mm. And just so you know, if those of you who are faint of heart, you might want to turn away or something. <laughs> and I'll, I'll give a little wave when, <sighs> when turn your, well, you can't wave, but just, yeah, just do something. <laughs> Go away for a few minutes to come back. But uh, so here is Pastor Michael Todd and what people are calling the spit video. Changing something and you don't see it clearly yet. But you hit. <laughs> and this is where most people would not face Jesus anymore. What most people would do is turn away. <coughs> what, what I'm telling you, I'm gonna throw up. I feel sorry for the brother. In the what head. I'm telling you. My heart just brother. hurts just as he's physically standing here, knowing what's coming. Uh -huh. God's saying, can you physically and spiritually and emotionally be able to stand when getting the vision or receiving it might get nasty? 
I'm going to say it in a point just like that. Receiving vision from God might get nasty. You mean, God, I just bought, in crazy faith, I just bought my dream car. And now you're going to ask me to sell it back and ride in the hoopty again? Yeah, because the vision I'm about to give you, <laughs> it might get nasty. Uh, and he's dripping. Look at it. In his and mouth. Do, you, do you hear and see the responses of the people? What, what I'm telling you is how you just reacted, is how the people in your life will react when God is doing what it takes for the miracle. What are you saying? This man was blind, and what he was trying to do with this man is give him his DNA. Okay. Changing something and you don't see so, it really yet. So, uh, a couple things before I, before I hear y'all comments. Allegedly, the brother in the hat is his blood brother. I don't know yes. his name, but that's his, his blood brother. Allegedly, um, it doesn't make it any better, but maybe just a little bit. And uh, for those of you that don't know, he is trying to illustrate um, there are a few instances in the Bible where Jesus uses his spit to heal, but Jesus spits and rubs it with mud. Yes. In most cases, Jesus doesn't like just take spit and wipe it on people's face. He spit and he does it to do a miracle and not just to do some kind of random. Jesus is not doing a parable. He's not spitting on Peter in a parable. Like he, Jesus in the Bible where Jesus spits, he, he before he's performing a miracle. But Pastor Todd uh, used spit as an illustration for his sermon. So uh, I'll, I'll leave it to y'all. What kind of thoughts do you have on this brother's illustration? So when I first saw this, um, I couldn't believe it, honestly, because I followed Transformation Church a bit. I followed, you know, Pastor Michael Todd a bit and um, usually get good word. But I would say progressively the sermons have become have had more and more outrageous elements um and i would say about maybe a couple years ago is when i said oh, he's a bit much for me and i would usually only tune in when there was somebody else preaching on his staff um but this is like par for the course in terms of he is willing to do a lot to make a point, to, uh, I think, be provocative. And this is like shock gospel. This is obviously too far. Yeah. Um, it's too far, pandemic or not. <laughs> it's humiliating. And um, he did apologize. He did. But... I think that his apology is for the wrong thing. Um, he owes an apology to the congregation or and viewers and to this this man, um, his his brother. But also, he owes an apology to the body of Christ for. Um, using antics to 
to to misinterpret, I think, or misillustrate something, misrepresent something that is core to our faith. Okay. And there's a way in which he's making himself kind of like Jesus. That's the other part that disturbs me about this. Why didn't he put the spit on his own face? Or why didn't he put it on? There's so many other things he could have done if he felt like this was a move that he wanted to go in. Go ahead, Dre. I don't know if anything else needs to be said. She killed that. Thank you, Dr. T, for breaking that down so eloquently. The words I want to say is, you you just a nasty so-and-so. I, 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 that's absolutely, I hadn't seen it. I had heard it. I heard the clip. I hadn't seen it. I would like to, in a spirit of levity, what kind of conversation had to go on between him and his brother ahead of time? So here, player, this is what the Lord has given me on this week. I need you to stand there while I spit in my hand and wipe it. Oh, it's dripping. I don't know if he had a conversation before He had to. You had over oh, fighting. You yeah. had to have talked to me. Yeah. Or I'm putting hands on you. Yeah. The look, but the every time I watch this, I find myself praying for the brother in the hat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The looks on his face are like the regret. I don't think he knew. Like when, when he was first talking and he was facing the other direction. Mm-hmm. I don't think he knew. I think you can have a conversation and be like, yo, it's going to be a lot, but I can do this. It's when the execution happens that is totally, totally different. Exactly. Like for this, if he just would have spat in his hand, the first little spit he did, that's cool. It's not much. It's just a little spit. When he got that phlegm, that, that, that hawk in there and then did that and was extra with it and rubbed it on his face like that. So... We would have had to, yeah. We had to throw hands. He was clearly going for shock value. Yeah, obviously. And I don't, I don't know this brother. I don't follow his ministry. Yeah. Um, and I just want to say that this, this, I, I would hope for for the sake of the gospel that this would not negate every positive thing he's ever done with his ministry. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just making an assumption that I'm sure he's helped people. His messages have touched people. I would hope that this does not negate that. And does not derail him from whatever God has called him to do. I just think this is a very, this situation of very poor judgment. Like mm. he was trying to go for something, you know, it, it, it's like when you try to make a joke and it doesn't land. It, it, this is like that to the 10th power. So very poor judgment. He made a mistake. And I, I am happy that he did, you know, he did apologize. And he said he apologized to his brother. That's mm-hmm. why I think the brother knows why. Why apologize? Why apologize to him if he was already in on it? Maybe he didn't the explain the full thing. I do yeah. think that there was a conversation. What kind of gray area is there? I, I'm gonna I'm I'm spit on my hand. Maybe he was gonna pretend face. to like, spit or something. <laughs> or maybe he said like I'm gonna use water. But he said, I think that that perhaps there. I agree with you, Cliff. The look on that man's face mm-hmm. is regret if nothing else and you can i can like feel him shrinking and so i think that you raise another important point is about these people who are a part of the preacher's posse right and basically what it's like they do they sign over all consent of all things to basically roll with him or 
do they get to be like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not checking for you on that thing. I think that that's something that also needs to be addressed when you have these, and there's a lot of these influential um, pastors who roll with these guys yeah. and there, we need to be checking on those guys and asking if they're okay. Yeah. I love illustrations. So, I, and there's this whole dialogue going around now. This whole dialogue going on right now, where illustrations are too much, and they need to be doing this, and this is not pure preaching, and all this stuff. So, I would. My hope is that people aren't deterred from using illustrations in their sermons because we don't all receive information the same way. Uh, but it was just a, a poor judgment. He made a mistake. He made a really bad mistake. He made a mistake. And like I like I said before, when we were talking about Karn, the same grace that's extended to all of us, that same grace is extended to this brother. And he apologized. So hopefully he can move on. What's interesting is I, I wonder if it's something that Dr. T was alluding to. I wonder if behind the scenes, this is a, a moment of checking for him. It's like, okay, because he's really hot right now. Yeah. Like I personally know I know of like because he has a multicultural church, but I know of a yeah. of, of a, a white female college mm -hmm. graduate who just altered her life to go live in where is he at? Oh, not Oklahoma. Where is he at? Uh, somewhere in Tulsa. Oklahoma. Tulsa. 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 Okay, yeah. Oklahoma. She's moving there to attend his church and has found a job. Wow. So he, he's transforming lives. Like, like, that's good. And I mean, well, and, I mean, good day transforming lives. Yeah. And remember, because this is the brother. Remember, he bought that whole complex. Remember, mm -hmm. he bought his whole. Remember, Cliff, we did that story on that church that bought that whole all those businesses, and we had the discussion about the businesses. Yes. That that's him. him. Okay. This is him. Okay. And so he's hot. He's the hottest thing. Mm -hmm. he, he's higher than past Mr. TD Jakes to some people right now, if we being honest, because there are some young people who may not know Jakes, but they'll know him. Um, and it was, it's, yeah. I wonder if this is a moment of checking, you know, I was like, okay, I may be doing too much right now. And I, I need, hope so. I need to pull back in. So. One can only hope so. Yeah. So this video, um, sparked other people to kind of call him out on some other things. And so after this video came out, there's another video that came out where, uh, Pastor Todd is talking about divorce. And that got some people uh, kind of riled up. So I'll, I'll let y'all check it out and see for yourself. Now, this is the one reason God gives for divorce. Not we've grown apart. It's going to be tight in here. I, I'm going to need police escort as we leave. Y'all help me. Not we don't relate anymore. Not even he hit me. I don't condone that. The Bible says leave the house. Oh, y'all about to be real mad if y'all don't read y'all Bible. But that's not the reason to leave the marriage. See, now, this. So the pastor here is talking about uh, how the Bible lays out the, the rationale that a person could have for divorcing their spouse. And the predominant thought among many believers is that the number one reason, or in some people's case, the only reason, in some people's mind, the only reason that you should leave your spouse is if there's infidelity in your marriage. And so he is speaking to that. And, um, and he is saying that 
there's other things that your spouse could do, but you should stay as long as it's not infidelity. And in this particular video, he, he kind of mentioned uh, physical abuse or maybe even verbal abuse, but there's abuse that you should still stay, work it out, because the Bible says that um, infidelity uh, should be the only reason that you leave. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? So I looked this up, Cliff, because um, looked up the scripture mm -hmm. because it this really disturbed me. Um, and when I started, um, when I saw it, I thought, oh my goodness, like I can't watch Michael Todd like anymore. Like I can't condone anything he says. Um, and, and I will say that like, I'm stepping back from him. Not that I was like a car carrying member of his fan club or anything like that, but, um, I'm good on him after this. Because, and I tried to find the whole sermon, but I couldn't find the whole sermon. But the scripture that I think he's referencing is in Matthew. Jesus is talking to Pharisees. And you know how the Pharisees were always taunting Jesus mm -hmm. and trying to get him to slip up and trying to get him to, they were always trying to undermine um, his credibility and his legitimacy as the son of God. So they were taunting him and interrogating him. And the Pharisees say to Jesus, uh, but, you know, can a man divorce his wife? So these Pharisees are men and they're asking specifically about a man divorcing his wife. And uh, Jesus is like, no, you know, you shouldn't divorce your wife. And they say, well, Moses and his law that he offered allowed us to, you know, said made allowance for, you know, a man to divorce his wife. And so Jesus retorts back and says, yeah, Moses made room basically to accommodate those of you who had grown a hard heart, but I'm not doing that. And if you leave your faithful wife so that you can marry another woman, I count that as adultery. Mm -hmm. So he's basically saying if He's critiquing a particular practice among men of them basically letting go of the woman that stood by them for years for no other reason that they basically want to get with some a new chick. And he's like, I'm not down for that particular thing. That scripture gets misinterpreted all the time to say that the only reason that someone should leave their spouse, period, um, the only allowable reason is infidelity. When that is a specific thing that Jesus says in a, in a specific context. But this is a particularly dangerous way mm -hmm. of misinterpreting that scripture. Mm -hmm. Women who are in um, domestic violence situations, and this is especially bad for Black women, who are far less likely to have their situations acknowledged and get the support that they need. It's often very difficult for women to leave the marriage. Mm -hmm. And if they don't leave the marriage, then it's actually hard for them to get the support that they need and the resources that they need. Because the idea is that if you stay in the marriage, then perhaps that undermines what your, your complaints of abuse so this is dangerous. It's outside, I think, too far, even if he didn't mean it that way. 
it can, it's too easy to take this and to use it to sort of support a boys will be boys logic. And I'm good on him. You got something, Jerry? Uh, if not, if not, I, got... I just want to, I, I, I just want to second uh, Brother Chris Contounce on what Tamika just said. Thank you, preach, sister, preach. That's so, all that needed to be said. So he, I just want to kind of reiterate uh, for people who didn't catch all of it. He did say that he does not condone physical abuse. Right. He is trying. He is taking the scripture and basically. And teaching in almost a literal sense, like this is literally what the scripture says. Um, but it's, it's dangerous because you you make people think that that God doesn't care about this other stuff that's happening to you, and you don't leave room for that. Now, right. there's a school of thought that um, that scripture is referring to a word that's called pornea, P-O-R-N-E-I-A, and so in pornea doesn't just cover um, adultery, but also covers abuse as well. And so um, there's a school of thought that says, so that, that, that scripture Matthew is referring to pornea. And so when pornea happens in your marriage, which could be adultery, which could be abuse, then you have the right to divorce. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it is God's will for anybody to be harmed physically, um, physically or uh, mentally emotionally and stay there like i don't mm -hmm. i don't think that a loving god would want that for any of his children right so scripture can say we can people can argue about about what the scripture says but at some point i think you have to put in your own interpretation of the heart of god would this be god's heart for me to stay in this and deal with this um, regardless of the covenant that i made the person broke the covenant when he or she committed adultery, he or she uh, physically abused me, he or she caused me continuous emotional abuse. I don't think it's God's intent for us to stay in that situation. That's just how I interpret and, and the heart of God, but I, we all have to come to it in our, own, in our own way. Yeah, that's it. You have to interpret it through the, the heart of God, and he didn't do that. So you're, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And it's not enough to say, just leave the home don't leave the marriage that can get really messy all right Real so we're gonna move on unless jay you got something we'll move on unless you got something i was looking up a scripture it was um just the concept that god's giving us a sound mind and it, like so like <laughs> if you're getting beat upon it and you're being put in the physical danger and or emotional danger uh yes don't listen to this foolishness thank you <laughs> So one thing I want to hit real quick because it's interesting commentary on our on the time we live in the Potter's House Church in in Denver. This is uh, T D Jake's daughter uh, Sarah uh, Sarah Jake's Roberts and her husband Torre Roberts. Excuse me if I mispronounced that, but they are the pastors of the Potter's House in mm. Denver. They have recently sold their building, sold their campus, thirty two acre, uh, valued at twelve point two million. They sold it to go completely virtual. So all the, this will be completely online church. Um, basically because of COVID, they lost a lot of uh, ties went down or revenue from giving uh, went down. 
Um, and so that they, they, they're selling their building. They're going to continue the ministry, but it's going to be completely virtual and they'll still do, um, you know, all the kind of outreach stuff and, and, you know, in-person outreach and, and things of that nature. But as far as having a building now, they're going completely online. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real smart. I think I appreciate, I especially appreciate that they're going to keep up the ministry, keep up the outreach, keep up doing the things that um, really help us extend the love of God. Um, because the preaching can happen in any number of formats. And so I think it's, um, it's really smart. And this is going to turn into housing. Um, they've, the, the people who are have the developer. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, that's, Hopefully, maybe there's some affordable housing in there, too, um, because I know that's a problem everywhere, including in Denver. But uh, I think that's what's up. And it keeps them from having to fly back and forth between Denver and L.A. Because uh, they also, you know, pastor the church in L.A. So okay. um, that that's what's up. And I, I and I think they'll still probably be gathering because, you know, like like the early church in Acts, there'll probably be small, small house to house fellowships. Sure. And so mm -hmm. you'll have you'll have fellowship with people in, in smaller context. You just won't have the large group uh, worship, which which there there's some ministries that that never have that. They're only small group fellowships, and they perfectly mm -hmm. private. And if Potter House Ministries made about twelve million in coins off of this, well, I guess everybody won then. <laughs> but we, they said the building is in need of repair and stuff. So. Yeah, which is which helped them make that decision. It's like right. why why try to repair this building if if giving is down and let's just go virtual and we so can if they made six million instead of twelve million. <laughs> still they, somebody they, made they, some they made points. a couple million, they made a couple million off the sale of this property. I don't which know is, where, I don't know what the mortgage is or you know about to say, you pay is, that off, but yeah. Part of the interesting part in all this. And I think it's very interesting because it speaks to the future of the church and what things may look like. Mm -hmm. Um Sarah Jakes are also part of the uh social media pastorate uh and she's she's on fire yes like she's on fire maybe even more so i don't know if more so than mike todd but she's on fire like her, sarah yeah. jakes is everywhere and so it's it, it'll be it's very interesting it is the concept of do i need this house th this physical space to continue what my ministry is now it will be in interesting to me to see it's impactful upon a few things. It's impactful possibly upon, upon the city of Denver because I don't know what kind of social impact they had there by physically being there. And so mm -hmm. that could be something different because uh, that's what the church was really, especially the black church was really built up out of. It is a community center. It is much more than just the purveyor of religion. It does a lot for for uh, the, the community there. I also um, have a wondering about what, this is the interesting part, what the new business model will look like. Um, right now, we are able to access a lot of her things for free through YouTube and other areas. Mm -hmm. Will you be, will it begin to look pay-per-view-ish um, to recoup some of that? Like, it's, you don't know. You don't know. Because it's a very changing times. I, mean, I, I imagine that it'll probably be very similar to most people, you know, they'll, they'll preach a message for free and you give online. They'll, they'll pull, they'll put their, their timely, uh, you know, cell phone number that you t send a text to or uh, Venmo or cash app, PayPal, that whole deal. Yeah. 
She's a whole empire, though. So mm-hmm. she has her own women evolve thing. Like she has her own gospel Christian women's empowerment sort of thing going on. Um, and I think that that's that's how her dad did it. So he gets his money from all of his enterprises. And so I think that's probably how she pays her bills. Mm -hmm. Um, And then her guest speaking and stuff like that. And she has conferences and a clothing line and the podcast and all those things. And that the pastoring, she might get stipends or, you know, there's other sort of things that pastors sometimes get um, as a, as a form of compensation, but I don't think she's getting just like a salary. Yeah. And before, before the internet got as big as it is now, this is how her dad made money. Like you said, Dre, pay-per-view, you got to pay me for this CD package. Yeah. (laughs) I'm on TV and then I'm going to show you at the end of the message, how you can buy this message. The rest of this number and you get this, this two CD pack or whatever. And that's right. And I think that's still a very viable thing. Uh, uh, she, I have this here. This is the message I have for you. We have this Wednesday night thing that's going to be available on Patreon if you come join us with for, for behind this paywall, which is, yeah. and so that's what kind of what I mean by a yeah. She already like, does that. Week? Oh, she does. Okay, but okay. I don't think that. But that's separate from the church. I don't think that the Potter's House, Denver, is going to be like. I think we're now yeah. going to be have these pay per view things. But, she already does that as Sarah Jakes Roberts. Yeah, the church right. probably okay. just stream online and people will watch and and, right. go and give. Do right. you all think this is a one off, or is do you think this we could see more of something like this? I think we we will likely see more. Okay. We will likely well, what we will see more of is is churches struggling because of COVID. Well, because of just. COVID has caused uh, attendance to to falter, right? And I will, and we will see more churches shut down, mm-hmm. and hopefully not for good. Hopefully, some will be a transition online. Hopefully, some will be able to merge or, or do something else. But we will see. Yeah, we're. I, mean, I think we're seeing this now. Attendance is just down. Physical attendance is down in a lot of places, and if people aren't giving online, then right, you can't keep up. We you know, know how you big can't this place sustain the infrastructure anymore. I think that's right. the biggest thing. Like they can still afford to be a church, right? But it's like the overhead for a lot of places. I think the the most significant overhead is not just the mortgage. Even after you pay off your mortgage, it's the tax. Well, usually they don't pay taxes, but the maintenance of that of the building. property. Yeah. So that's 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 incredibly expensive. Incredibly. Um, so. I think it's, I think that we're, we're going to see those transitions and like you said, more of return to the small groups and stuff like that, which some churches already have that model. Like there's a lot of, Chris and I were members of a white church in um, the Twin Cities mm-hmm. and the pastor, there were like five different sites or something crazy like that. And each site had like multiple services. And so the pastor would only be at one of the sites. So he would preach, but the rest of us would get video. Yeah, a lot of churches do that. And yep. so and then they rented out, like usually the church actually owned one main property, but the other things were like a high school auditorium or something like they were just renting out other mm-hmm. sites. Uh, and then you had your small group. So yeah, I think that, that that's how some people have been doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, a friend of mine just became uh, his church has different services and different uh, things and he just became essentially like the pastor or the head of the virtual service 
Okay. Which yeah. which will be an entirely different service than what takes place on Sundays. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's, that's it's, dope. Things are happening. And, mm. and, and he's de- now developing an entire team based around that concept. And, and it's, it'll fall under the auspices of the executive pastor and everybody else, but it's part of their ministry platform now. Hmm. Very, very interesting times because remember the mega church was the thing for a while. And I'm, I'm, I'm a, I was trying to search online to try to find the, the seating capacity of this place. It's hard to uh, of uh, Potter's House, Denver. It's hard hmm. to maintain, as you said, Dr. T, the in for the actual physical infrastructure yeah, yeah. to keep the heating on the AC. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Multiple mice. thousands of dollars a month. Yep, yeah. we were uh, admiring the woodwork of a church last week, and I'm sure it's not <laughs> wasn't as it wasn't as big as this. And so, the concept of what's happening now, what this is going to look like, is going to be very interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, so we're gonna move on. I want to, I don't even know how to describe. So people do some whacked out things. We've shown whacked out things on this show before. Right. Um, we just did. We just did. Yeah. <laughs> and so this, this, this pastor is, uh, has chose to bathe women at church. What are we doing, Cliff? Uh, so I want y'all to take a look at this. Um, okay. The, the people are getting bathed in church. So, uh, and I, there's a video. I'm just going to show y'all still images, but there's a video. Fortunately, the video was not very graphic. Um, but as you can see, uh, this pastor is just, this preacher is bathing women. And he says the Holy Spirit told him to do that, to cleanse the spirits of these women. What are we doing? Like, where's the- I'm sorry. This happened on they call it, they call it crossover night. We a lot of us call it watch night. But this happened, you know, December 31st and the January 1st that they had women come up and women disrobed in the video. Women disrobed standing up. So she's one with the white. This woman with the white uh, dress on. She stood right in front of that basin, disrobed in front of everyone. Yep. Facing the pastor. So basically the congregation would just see her back um, and then stepped into that tub and which he proceeded to uh, scrub and clean, scrub and quote unquote clean the woman. What? What are we doing? I don't know. Well, I'm going to speak on behalf of TTYN to say this is not a TTYN approved service. This is not a TTYN approved. This is nothing we condone. This is not what we are on board with. We're over three so far on things that we condone. I, don't, I, would, say if, I would say this brother's name, but I don't know it. The article right. I read didn't, didn't have his name. Oh, my goodness. Somebody said Pastor Mike Todd might get, I mean, Todd might get a pass <laughs> yeah. now. Uh <laughs> Hey, what are we doing, dog? It, it, some people get caught up in the feelings of congregations and they think they divide the church. Part of what the, the denomination, I mean, see, denominations and the, the, the division, part mm-hmm. of what the denominations provide is oversight. This is the kind of stuff that needs oversight. Like, where is the overseer such and such or the first grade or whatever and saying, hey, this is not right. Like when you just have people out here setting up churches 
and, and saying this is what we gonna do today and this is my ministry that's part of the problem yes and just so of course i'm sure you all figured out this church is not in america Whew. yeah this is this is a burn it all down moment to everything i i would literally burn it down i mean i that's because I, I hope that everybody can see the trend of so often, I mean, well, it was a man who got spit in the face by Todd, but so often these like cleansing rituals are mapped onto women's bodies and it's yeah. women who are subjected to this by men. And um, that's a problem. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um, so it's like th there's a there's a trend here. I just it's so hard for me to believe and heartbreaking, honestly, yeah. that the good news, the gospel, which is actually very simple, if you think about it, for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. That whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. That's it. All this extra stuff extra. is, um, I, I, I'm not sure why people are doing it. And it has nothing to do with God. And it doesn't have to be that deep. I am just begging for simplicity in this day and age. And for oh, us to get back to, but the greatest of these is love, because mm -hmm. none of this is loving. Unfortunately, there are a lot of men that use the gospel to uh, mistreat women. And it's sad and unfortunate. At what point does it become criminal? Like... I mean, it's not. I mean, they're they're willing. He's not forcing them. They're willingly going up there, and he's just really washing them. I mean, no, I mean, I, I'm like, like, not to not to belittle it, but I mean, he he's he's not like. It is the abuse of position. It is the abuse of power. Yeah. It, it is it is yeah. an emotional coercion that that is mm -hmm. that is taking place. That is disturbing to me. Um, it's hurtful because it, because in here. When you get into yeah. the situation of when you're really trying to have a real conversation with a person and explain to them, this is why I believe it's like, how can you believe in something that allows all this to happen under the name of Christianity? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or under the name of it's like, and then we have to get into, well, people have to get into, well, I am not, I don't do religion. I just do relationship. And, and it, you have to, but it's hurtful to see these things. And it's, 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 it's and as, as upset as I am, and it's like, what, what kind of place do you have to be in to allow this to happen to you mm -hmm. or to be manipulated in such a way or the people sitting there to say, nah, this is cool. Like, we're going to watch this. You know what well, I'm saying? Yeah. And I'll, I'll say this and we can move on unless I got something else. But um, unfortunately, there are people who who believe whatever the pastor says is gold. So if the pastor says, the Lord told me this, the Holy Spirit told me this, okay, I follow you almost blindly. And so since I blindly follow you, you are my conduit to the, to the Lord. So if right. the Lord told you this, then I, I need to follow this to be in, in line with, with what God wants. And this is a situation like that. Mm -hmm. 
the Holy Spirit told me this. Okay, Pastor, you the whatever you say, this is what the Lord says. This is the Lord's will, and people blindly follow. Okay. Oh, well, so we're gonna move to something a little lighter now. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> hey, I, I can only I can only uh comment on what's out there. That's right. But, it's but, a lot of stuff to happen this week. You're right. Yeah. But um, so you know how um in the beginning of every year, pastors have this, you know, kind of theme for the new year. Like in, in, in it was fixed in '96 of you know 2006 or something like that, or 1996. And they have all these right. kind of themes, right? So I want y'all to check out what this pastor's, um, I guess, kind of theme for this year was. Oh boy. Let go of, of my faith. Uh, Happy New Year. God bless your heart. Uh, kiss my black pears. Uh, I said, kiss my black pears. Um, I know I may have done some things um, that I shouldn't have done uh, in the last year, uh, but I want to tell you right now, kiss my black pears. Uh, Kiss it. Oh, kiss it. What's happening? Oh, kiss it. Oh, kiss my black pants. Can you look at somebody in the eye? No. Tell them these words. Can you say brother or sister? Oh, sister. I don't know about you. Um, if you're going to make it um, in this year, um, Look at them and point at them and say, sister or brother, say, kiss my black pass, kiss my black pass. I'm a new creature. I've been born again. So uh, I'm not sure the whole context of this, uh, of, of this sermon, <laughs> but the brother's point was kiss my black past. He was going to make that thing work, wasn't he? Yeah. He was going to yeah. keep on screaming it until he got the reaction that he needed from the congregation. And for y'all fools up there waving your hands and trying to catch something off of this, you look foolish. No, That's he, who I bro, want to address. His, his good preaching. I, I know he was not. <laughs> and let me address this. Let me address this. We need to do a class on tuning. For mm. those of you who don't understand what tuning is, is when the pastor starts doing all this that actually takes some type of a skill and to be able to sing and to be able to hear notes and to be able to connect it with words uh -huh. um, and what the musicians are doing. That guy's trash and he's not good at it. All he was doing was screaming. And so we have heard many examples he of this. He was excited. He was trash. We need to have we need to have classes on tuning and how to do so appropriately because that was a terrible example and all mm -hmm. he was doing was screaming. Oh. You know what also took skill is that he never said the actual words. He That's said true. black past every time. Yeah. I every probably time. would have That's made it twice it God, before he kept, I said it. He kept it in line. <laughs> That's how you know it was a word kept, for a You see the young man like in the choir stand who doesn't have on a robe? Mm -hmm. yeah. He's never going to church when he gets caught. <laughs> That's what he's thinking. He is unamused. <laughs> he's, he's like unmoved. This is stupid. Yeah. I like, am never going to church. He over here dusting his mask, like, okay. <laughs> what what are uh, we doing? 
And then when he turns around and shows us his hind parts, I ain't, he ain't need to give us that. Yo, you know what? God bless him. See, once again, what what denomination is he a part of? And is there an oversight? Is I don't. You could say, "Hey, that's not the one." Player. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of different terms he could have used to basically say the past is over. And, you know, this is this is new. So the fact that he chose "kiss my black past," uh, he he knew he was going to get some kind of reaction. That's what that's what he was going for. That's aggressive. <laughs> it is fishing it. Like, why would you tell your brother and, and sister in Christ to do and that? And you gotta be you gotta be the, the lead pastor to say something like that. Most likely. Oh, you're gonna catch lettering in Saturday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would if I if I said something like that, I'd be in the pastor's office the next yeah. day. Immediately. Immediately after <laughs> that might same. might have been yo. I, I mean know pastors who would have walked up, put their hand on your shoulder. So okay, cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've <laughs> said, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Come yep. on. All right. <laughs> but yes, that yeah. Oh my lord. Well, we've seen it all tonight. We've seen so much. <laughs> So, so, so I got I got well, 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 two more things we'll talk about. Um, sometimes you, you pray and you try to find the right words, and sometimes you can't. So right. uh, check out this brother's little struggle. We plead the blood over each and every family represented out here, dear God. Oh, coronavirus, coronavirus, virus, dear God, and uh, the coronavirus COVID nineteen. We plead the blood. We plead the blood. So the brother was struggling. Run again. Say, I need to hear it. I need to hear it. Run again. I mean, I so what, word he, what word did he say? And, uh, we plead the blood over each and every family represented out here. Dear God, oh, coronavirus, coronavirus, virus, dear God, and uh, the coronavirus, COVID-19. We plead the blood. We plead the blood over each and every He's family represented out here. Dear God, oh, coronavirus, coronavirus, virus, dear God, and uh, the coronavirus, COVID-19. Yeah, yeah, you just... He's trying to. He was trying to say the, the exact term, but he could. This is exactly what he said. The Cavassier virus. Cavassier virus. That's exactly what he said. I was like, "What is he saying?" And I love what he COVID nineteen. He just gave it up. Gave up the ghost and said, "I'm gonna move forward." Yeah. Past this. But but here's the thing. Um, okay. Here we go. They hiked the stage up to a they put on truck, a, guys. They social the stage they, is attached to an F one. They're trying to have outdoor service because of the virus, right? And so they got the drums and the pulpit. Okay, you got it. You got to transport all that stuff from the church anyway. So, model, okay. just leave it on the trailer and just go from there. I okay. I wonder if they had multiple uh. Stop services that Sunday at different stops around the town. I, not everybody, if you can't make it over to the east side of town, are we going to be on the north side of town at about 10.25? After that, we're going to wrap up at 12.30 over on the south side. Just and please join me. us for whatever sermon you can join us for. Go from neighborhood to neighborhood like the ice cream truck. Oh, this, brother... this is like one of multiple videos we've seen yeah. during Corona with people setting up a whole church service in a residential neighborhood. Yes. Like, apparently this is happening all yeah. across the great states of the US. <laughs> Let me clear this. Let me make this clear. They did not have a, a permit for this. No, no. <laughs> 
There's nobody. They this is all, not a permanent they're gathering. They're in somebody's backyard. They're in Literally. Somebody's, they're in somebody's backyard. So there only may be two or three people there. And let me also clear this up for you. The brother that's praying is also the player whose truck that is. That's how he was allowed to pray on today. Yeah. It's a Deacon Johnson has a truck. Deacon. We gotta let him pray. He's you know he gets oh. tongue tied, but he he he's gonna drive for us. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's definitely a Deacon Johnson's truck. He prays like that's his F one fifty. I just know it. I know what I know. <sighs> okay. Oh my god. So one more thing I want to talk about. Did y'all see uh, this movie, Miracles Across One Hundred Twenty Fifth Street? I didn't see it yet. Did I watch it? I did. I heard. I just. I saw the music, and I can't do it to myself. <laughs> Neighbors, uh, if you saw it, let us know in the chat. So I'm just gonna say real quick. Uh, so it's it's a it was a Christmas movie. It came out around Christmas, uh, starring Nick Cannon and uh, Kiki Kiki Sheard, whatever her last name is uh, now. Uh, Karen Clark Sheard. Uh, you can see Lil Kim, Chrisette uh, Michelle. Um, Tiona Taylor, that's her name, right? Tiona Taylor. Yeah, Tiona yeah. Taylor. It had Fred Hammond uh, was in this movie. Um, you know, a bunch of, bunch of uh, Ricky Smiley. Um, so I was watching this movie, and I, I I started watching it when it first came, and I just couldn't get through it all because I was like, "What's <laughs> what's, what's going on here?" And right. um, I watched, I, re, I finished it the other day because I knew we were to talk about it, and I still am not really sure what was going on. I mean, it's basically like a prodigal son type type vibe, right? Um, that the, of course, Nick Cannon um, comes back to his daddy's church to to get his life straight. That's pretty much that's the movie. Have you ever been in in a meeting at right. work or something, or maybe even church, and you're sitting there and people are just talking, they saying words, but you think to yourself, "What are we trying to accomplish here?" Yes. <laughs> that is how I felt watching this movie. Exactly. What when I saw the music video, that's what I thought. What's the purpose of this? Who decided to put this together? This hodgepodge, this amalgamation of people put them all together and said, this is what we want. I, I get that. I mean, it's basically like a prodigal son type thing. So I get what they were trying to do is just the the quote unquote conflict it lasted like 30 seconds like it was it, i don't it was basically like it basically it was like look everybody nick cannon can sing let's show you he can sing but he can't well he's the only one on here who can actually act um in my opinion right uh I've seen Karen Clarkshire do a few things now. I'm not sure who's encouraging this. I think well, they should stop. Well, um, I, and I'm not sure what Nick Cannon is doing. He's on this whole like Steve Harvey meets um, Tyler Perry meets like I don't, he's doing a lot. A lot. And um, I don't like most of it. So okay. I also think that he should stop. Well, they, so there's some other like uh, comedian actors in the movie they don't have as big role as bigger roles like Marshall Warfield, who um, 
used to be a night court, the, the black lady, the tall oh, black she's lady. she's still alive? <laughs> yeah, she was in this. I she didn't had know. A, like, you know, one of the most accomplished actors in the movie had a small part in the movie. That's good um, for her. But, like, Bruce Bruce was in it. So people who have done acting before were in this movie. Like I said, they're, they're child actors, who, who kid actors who were, who were fine. Um, Kiki is a, is a perfectly okay act, actress. Okay. Like, she was okay in the Clark Sisters movie. Uh, she was okay in this. I, oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't walk away Clark from the movie. Like, she was fine. Yeah, and, was uh, and she's going to be in some other movie coming up called uh, Lion Sisters. Um, coming on VH1 or Lifetime. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, what? Lion sisters. sisters. What's it about? Uh, sisters on being online. Oh, like it's it's about. I mean, basically, she's in a sorority, and they're online. But I digress. Uh, so Miracles Cross on Twenty Fifth Street. It. I mean, we we got two gospelish Christmas movies this this past season. It was this one and Kurt Franklin's Christmas, which I still haven't seen yet. Uh, oh, I that was that. decent. It was? That's yes. good. Okay. So I think Fred Hammond helped produce some of the music here. The music was okay. Uh, it just, let, I just didn't know what the movie was trying to accomplish. And let me say this. I'm actually not mad because what Nick is very good at is catching a check. <laughs> Nick this Hannon. Is Catches all the checks. This is true. There, there, there was a scene in uh, House, Husbands of Hollywood. Did you see that scene in Husbands of Hollywood where he no. basically... <laughs> no, I didn't. So he basically... I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. But he basically runs down all the checks he's getting. <laughs> Nick like Kevin Hart says all the checks. <laughs> I can't be mad at him. Because here's the thing. Somebody at VH1 said, hey, we'll pay you for this production. And he either got paid for it or they or they paid to, to actually actually help him produce it. He's good at using other people's money to make more money. And so I can't be mad at him as a yeah. businessman. And he employed a whole lot of people who you may not regularly, regularly see. Shout out to my man, DC Young Five, part of 85 South. If y'all know what 85 South is, some of y'all need to go to church probably, but you shouldn't know what it is. But, you know, he's a comedian. He's on the inter interwebs. But them boys is wild. Um, he he's out here doing it. Some of this is just some of his wild and outcast. Um, but shout out to Nick Cannon for making a way for actors of color and spaces for actors and actresses of color to catch a check. Yeah, yeah. He I mean, is really about the community. He's this, giving this back. won't won't go down as a Christmas classic, but they nah. was they were singing about Jesus and talking about Jesus on TV. So That's that it. part of it is a win. Does he okay. believe in Jesus? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, I'm assuming so. I don't know. I thought I he was his, part of his, a different religion. When you have as many kids as he does, it's a prerequisite. It's just that at, at, <laughs> once you what? get to like the seventh kid, you just say, oh, okay, Jesus, I need you. Like, <laughs> help well, have you, Jesus. They don't help. live with him, though. Have you ever heard his theory it's surrounding okay. his kids? But he's, he's writing checks for them, too. Yep. He, if you, that's what I'm saying. That's why he has to cash all these checks. Yeah, because he got he, lots of mouths to feed. If you ever heard him talk about why he's having all these children and all these relationships, he'll uh -huh. break it down for you, and he explains exactly what his thinking is behind it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just <laughs> all I'm saying is okay. the way he makes it sound. He's like he goes into this, these young women go into these relationships with him, knowing we're here to make these children. 
And mm. that's what we're here. Just because you have a microphone do not mean you have nothing to say. <laughs> so that's true. how I feel about that. <laughs> okay. Well, with that, uh, do you have a rant for the people? I don't. Okay. I just have something I want to remind the people of. I do it every year, this time of year. We're going through a lot. There's a lot of um, different accumulation happening. There's snow, there's uh, precipitation. Here's something that I ask of you. I need all of y'all to take the time to clear off the snow off your whole car. Every time I see one of y'all driving around, all the windows clear, but you got six inches of snow stuck on the top of your roof, acting like four at 40 miles per hour, it won't come flying off and crack my windshield. I want to put hands on somebody. So here's what I'm asking. Every year I got to come on this show and threaten to put hands on people. Y'all going to get me actually locked up this year because the ignorance that I'm seeing out there, you got the whole rest of your car clean. You got a smooth six inches of snow and ice on the top of your whip. You, They sell extendable uh, cleaners nowadays. You can get a full five feet worth of reach with that bad boy. You should be able to clean it off. And guess what? If you bought a car, but you can't clean up the top of it, I got a problem. With you, figure out how to do it. In some places, Don't that's illegal. My car. It is illegal. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's illegal. Mm. It's actually illegal, and it pisses me off that nobody gets tickets for. I'm sorry. Because not only could, but the, the dangerous part is not only could it fly off and hit your car, it could slide down or in front of your windshield and block your view. Yeah. yeah, it is very illegal. So I'm just simply asking everyone. To please be socially responsible and clean off your whole car, you lazy so and so's. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's all I had. All right. That's all I had. Uh, I also want to extend condolences to the Cowboys fans because why? While my team took a hard L, wasn't really unexpected. The way y'all lost on your home field in front of everybody. That junk was they took a stupid L. Yeah. So condolences to all those Cowboys fans, of which we have a few in the audience. Petty will always be petty. Thank you. Dr. T, do you have any tea for the people? I don't. I don't have anything. Um, I was really focused on getting that Michael Todd stuff right. So <laughs> I put I put all residual I energy see. into that. You killed it. Heavy on, <laughs> heavy on my heart. So heavy I feel so heart. much better now. You know, I'm gonna chill out. Okay. Drink some water. <laughs> all right. Did you did you write any of that down ahead? Of, like how much did you add? This is no, full- I just I did research. I was trying to find the and I tr- I was gonna watch the whole sermon because I right. wanted to get a sense. That sermon was two hours. Oh. Well, the video was two hours and it wasn't because of singing and stuff. So I don't, I think it was some kind of special service or something, but I made it through 25 minutes. He's a good preacher. The thing is, he doesn't need all that. He don't. He don't. So that's sad. I think it would be interesting to do. I love to have a Bible, a biblical scholar, uh, Chris Townsend on uh, as well about this. The concept of the Instagramification of this, of church and of preaching. 
because I think a lot of what you are yeah. seeing and what what you're seeing even through him is the Instagramification. I have to have something that hits. That and goes viral. Yeah. I because I, that's a new way to pull in ties. Hashtagable. Oh, oh absolutely. Yep. And when you sell in books. And, you know, you get to the point where you get this lifestyle. If you yep. don't get that kind of lifestyle, then you won't have to continue. You won't feel pressed to continue to fund it. Yeah. I think they get into these lifestyles. And so, I mean, I don't I don't know his pocket like, but I can imagine. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's there's a book on it on this. I have not read the book called When Narcissism Comes to Church or something like that. Ooh. And it's critiquing these like you know sort of strong man ministries and how social media has facilitated that and importantly why do we put up with that why do we participate in this as believers so questions yeah so i think that that there's this this line that people try to walk because while yes they're doing some of these sensational things but I think they're speaking to our taste. So our tastes as a society have changed. And mm-hmm. so the same delivery that worked in the 60s and 70s, um, I think there's a, there's a mindset that believes I can't use that same delivery because this generation of believer is different. This generation of believer has Instagram. They're used to getting things in you know 30 seconds to a minute, 30 second bites. And so I have to be able to keep their attention and, and do the things. I can't just stand flat-footed and preach. So I think there's that um, that challenge that some ministers may work through in their mind. Because I I'm not yeah. going to act like there isn't a historical context for any of this as, as well. Benny Hinn hitting people with a with a uh, jacket and knocking out waves of people in whole sections. That's not this junk ain't new. But that's not a sermon illustration. That's that that's that's movement of the spirit. So, and so basically, I would equate Benny Hinn's jacket to mm. someone laying hands on, on people and then passing out. Like oh, yeah, that's, it's, yeah, it's, it's Karn from it's Karn from last week. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a little different, though. Yeah. Um, like Benny Hinn, uh, when he uses a jacket, he's using it as a basically as a conduit to transfer the spirit to someone. It is. It is the way he's doing it, though. You don't need all that. It's the very same thing. Yeah. Hey. I don't know why God tells him to wave his jacket. I, wave, wave, <laughs> I don't know why the Lord says wave, wave his dying jacket, my son. Like, I don't know why God to say that to him. <laughs> I want us to start asking questions like that legitimately. Mm-hmm. When people say, well, you know, God said that, what? He said, what? Are you sure that was God? When people says the Bible, when people say, well, the Bible says, okay, where? Let's look at that together. Like, I want us to get a lot more to have a holy suspicion. Right. Yeah. And to cultivate that a lot more. And I'm not saying, like, go up to the pastor while she's preaching and do that. I'm, I'm saying to, if you go home... And you look at it and then hold people accountable. Yep. You know, don't and so and it, and if it's and if it's too far off from the word and that person can't account for it, don't go to that church. There was a generation before us. I'm I'm not gonna say which generation, but there were generations before us that believe whatever the preacher says, that's that's what it is. That's that's 
that's the word of God. That's the Bible. That's the this current word. generation, no, nah, Chief, I got Google. You can't say stuff out of pocket <laughs> and me not check you. I can check you in real time. I can like, I can fact check you while you're talking. Brother, yeah. I got this app that has 12 court concordances on, on wow. each verse. Like I'm wow. gonna just, it's just like I'm gonna hit this right here. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a thing, it's a real thing. And yeah. the thing is, like, like seriously, Google is so powerful, you don't even like a concordance is cool. You don't even need that. You just type in Bible and whatever is on your mind and stuff will come up. Yes. I was just doing that while we were on, on the air. So, yes, I, compl yeah. <laughs> I completely understand the degree. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Interesting time, interesting concept. Uh, hey, well, there's a lot of things that continue to give us content well into the 2022. Yes. And we will be here to cover them. Yes, how important that we have this platform. I was telling Chris that earlier today. I am so grateful that TTYN is a space where this conversation can be had, you know, amongst us young and not so young believers, you know, <laughs> but that we could seriously have a conversation unpacking this. It's important so that yeah. people don't think that all Christians think that way, right? And so yeah. we have space to give words to it and to really express ourselves and not just be like, yeah, that was messed up or that didn't seem right, but I, I don't quite know why. Like this, a space like this is super important. Thank you for your MVP contribution tonight. You, you, got, you, got, you got your shots off tonight. Yeah, you, you hit it from three. Thank you very much. Oh, all right. Well, I want to thank all the neighbors for hanging with us tonight, even with the time delay and the later start. Appreciate everybody for hanging with us. And those of you watching on demand, we appreciate you too. Um, we do the show every third, every th Thursday, every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, you know, we love it when you hang with us live and contribute in the chat. Thank you to all the people who who contributed to the chat tonight. Um, but if you can't, you can always watch on demand. Go to turntoyourneighbor.com and links to all the different ways you can watch on demand with Facebook, YouTube, Turn to Your Neighbor Podcast, lots of different ways to watch. Uh, you know, however you watch it, it's your business, as Tabitha says, and we appreciate <laughs> the fact that you do watch. And we we love the neighbors for it. We thank you for hanging with us this week and every week as we try to make sense of what um, our brothers and sisters in Christ are out here doing. <laughs> <laughs> Try. Try. Try, keep try. We try to make sense because Lord, Lord knows. Lord knows. Trying to understand. He wiped a loogie on that man's face. <laughs> oh, thought, my thought, he premeditated. So he he thought that it wasn't like, like oh, let me, this planned. just came to me. This was the focus of his whole message. Brother, he, like you, like you said, he thought that out. He's like, uh, you know what? This, this is, is the one that's going to get, yep, that's the one that's going to get him. This is fire. And then he asked somebody to stand there. And guess what, player? This is what I need you to do. Well, I'm going to spit into my hand and wipe it on <laughs> your face. Well, you know what he needs to say to everyone? Huh? Kiss my black past. <laughs> if you don't like it, kiss you don't my like, black past. You don't like that video. I can't even that was last church. Sunday. I'm a, I'm a Kiss slip. My black, my black past. <laughs> I'm a slip, so I'm not gonna even try. You ain't gonna get me out here crazy. Nope. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So yeah, that's right. I want every married person. Next time your spouse gets on you for something, 
Just why do you didn't do this when you were supposed to do it? You just tell them tell the them. preacher said, kiss my the black Lord, past. The Lord has forgiven me, Lord. and you can kiss my black <laughs> You still bring up the fact that, yeah. Children don't try that at home. But. Let me say, that's not a very, uh, you know, he must not have have a multicultural congregation, because that really didn't bring in the masses right Did there. Did that look like that was multicultural? <laughs> <laughs> that church probably have at least three or four names. <laughs> what do you mean? probably Greater Order. Mount Beulah Institutional mm-hmm. Baptist Church. Like that, that church probably had three or four names. Beulah was definitely involved. Yeah. Or Greater, any church um, that still has a flower club, that was definitely a church that still has a flower club. And that, yeah, that was definitely involved. That yes. church probably had the words either Greater Mount or First or, or New. <laughs> or new or new yes yes <laughs> we just say stuff that's wild but we may not it's, be wrong it's the, hey one of the, one of one of my Probably old not. church mothers you say it's the truth anyhow anyhow <laughs> all right davis thank you so much for hanging with us until next time take care and be blessed peace